0: Singing, that's something we have. We could sing, sing that and the anthem. Oh, anthem we should Where is it the, the
1: lyrics time. for that? Because I do not know it. Whales are whales. Um, Brave true true creatures from biology. Just, you know, a, a statement, of cause. Way. A, a, a of cause. sort a of, tautology. of tautology. You a a missed tautology. the line. A friendship oh. of friends. A friendship of friends. A, a friend sort of tautology.
2: Whales are whales.
1: We throw Cameron under buses. No, no, all hail the Cameron. i hail the
2: Cameron. Smiley face. I think it'll be better if we get the lyrics. Yeah, but just for
3: a that I could
1: make it even worse, which is better in this case. Yep. Season three, episode twenty-four of the Whales Are Whales pod. Yes. <laughs> yes. we friends, family, and members gather around once a weekish to talk about things. I'm your host today, Harry. Look, everybody, <laughs> it's the pod. It. Kat. This is such a visual gag. Hi, Harry. How are in you? this room. And he's the new host. Say hi Harry. Wow! That was Abigail making me a cat voice. <laughs> Shh, don't tell good. them that! <laughs> <laughs> I am your host, Cameron. With me I have Steven.
0: Hello there, Cameron. Welcome to my room.
1: Is that I'm a f- foreshadowing I'm just speaking, the- speaking
0: to the microphone. <laughs> Is that
3: a foreshadowing <laughs>
1: to what we're doing? Hi, Brian!
3: You know, I really appreciate Being in the same room, because normally I don't know to respond to my name, but when you point at me as well as saying my name, I then know when I should speak. He's a very visual learner. Exactly.
1: What I mean, just saying, and I also have with me is Brian, hello Brian, is to what you just, you don't know when to start talking after that? He didn't point. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Hi, Abigail, you're here too. Hi! How how are you? You shouldn't ask me that. Well, I. we are in the same room. <laughs> wow. It is a miracle. Can you
3: detect the chemistry here? The, the natural flowing conversation. Just so flow so, like a river.
2: <clears throat> I have a a I have a disclosure, full disclosure. Hi. So <laughs> my name is Abigail. <laughs> so our podcasts normally they sound like this great easygoing free free flowing conversation and you know they're they're pretty good as I mean as conversation goes. That's all fake.
0: We record um, all of our lines separately yeah, we edit them together later. Yeah. That sounds really hard to do. It is, it takes a, a lot of time. There's a reason we're never on time. Without a script, even? Like, yes. <laughs> and you may be wondering, why do they still sound so bad, though? But this one
1: will sound worse. <laughs> <laughs> we don't normally sound bad.
0: I'm just joking, Cameron.
1: Just- I take pride in- I edited last episode. I thought it turned out great. I'm sorry, Cameron. After Brian spent like literally like Ten whole minutes teaching me how to use. Now it was like half an hour or something teaching oh, me yeah, how to use uh, tons of things. I was just literally I was just raising and lowering dials at one point to try to make oh, everyone not. sound okay. It worked for a couple episodes and then it really didn't work anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, so yes, I, Cameron, am in Texas. Mm-hmm. Abigail is in Washington. Houston or Washington. Good job. Is this a bit? Should I go along with you yes.
0: No, I think this is not a yes-and situation. We should just move on.
1: <laughs> no, let's go with this. Abigail's in Washington. Hi, so guys! So who is this? Uh oh, oh, Abigail, I have really bad news. What? Brian's with somebody else in Houston. <gasps> she looks just <dislike>. like <laughs> what are you. What do you, chocking yourself? <laughs> Dying. All right, the bit's over. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, yes. I'm in Texas. Abigail's in Houston. Stephen and Brian are always in Houston, unless they're not on vacation. But for this particular point... All in the same room, and this is going to be a disaster of a podcast. Yahoo! Well, I'm. Hey, okay. it's going to be an exciting disaster. I love our setup. We're doing it in my room.
0: Yep. Um. So we have the microphone pushed up to my bed, mm-hmm. and chairs pushed up to the bed as well. We also have a dachshund and a cat <laughs> laying in the middle of everything.
1: And it's stormy outside, and there's a
0: storm outside.
1: Yes, so actually. Cameron.
0: Every living creature in the house
3: is in this one room, except, except buddy. buddy, our dog.
1: Which I can do get Buddy. <laughs> just, buddy! Just to be, uh, just to be complete here. Yeah, So we, it is storming outside pretty badly. Well, it wasn't a little while ago. So if you hear thunder, that's not like my stomach growling or anything. So um,
2: because Cameron's never hungry. Uh,
1: I'm actually starving right now. Pancakes oh. are gone. Um, sure,
2: Steven, Give him the syrup smoothie.
1: No. I don't think anyone would enjoy that process. Well, I mean, I would enjoy the smoothie, but not your half-drank smoothie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's gross. It does
0: sort of dilute the flavor of, with me all up in it.
1: All right. Yep. No. So, okay. <laughs> that bit's
0: over, before too. Before
1: we get... I actually really appreciate this today, Brian. Yep. Thank you. So, before we get into talking about each individual person's uh, day, week, life, whatever, let's talk about one thing we all did together, and that was...
0: Vi- I'll ever run at once? Or are we- uh, no. Sure we can video could- games could- live. we Games Live. Video- nice so- <laughs>
1: right, no, yeah. Oh my gosh! Three,
0: two, one.
1: Video, video games, games. live. <laughs> live. It's a concert. <laughs> it's a callback to a really bad joke. Yeah. <laughs> uh, good yes, time. we all went to video games live. Why are you applauding us? I'm uh, sorry. I just
3: got in the habit of clapping when I hear video games live. The video games
1: f- live. There's a lot of clapping
3: at that concert. There like, is. A lot of clapping. There's so much yes. clapping. My at hands were sort of falling off. By well,
1: I made of that sure I was concert. only clapping for things that I actually
3: cared actually about. And cared
1: about, and mm-hmm. I stood up for like. But three then you things. ended up
3: like caring about everything, so it was well, a problem. Well, no, but like even
1: the ones that were really good, like Advent mm-hmm. Rising songs, I was like, when yeah. I was done, you know. But for like Halo, I was like,
2: <laughs> yeah, so everyone can see that.
1: Let's back up here, yes, please. Pack up
3: here real quick. Video games live is a concert. Yes. that has been around for I think eleven years. They started in two thousand six. Did,
1: did he say? Yeah. Eleven? Yes, because this mm-hmm. one was the eleventh anniversary of, of the first time first... they played in Houston. Exactly. That's pretty
3: cool. Uh, Stephen and I have probably been to it um, probably five or six times because they basically got their start in Houston. The Houston Symphony yeah. was the first like full city orchestra who played their show, and I think we saw them the second time they were here. Um, mm-hmm. and yeah, so they got their start basically in Houston. So they always love coming back here for a show, but they haven't been here for three or four years. They've been going to Beijing and all these, really? Yeah, they've gone to international. I Holy think they've crap. been to China a few times. That's um, crap. so they've been getting really big and going international a lot, but now they're back and it was the first time in a long time. And so Stephen found out about that and got tickets for all of us to go. And we're like, this is perfect timing because Cameron's mm-hmm. going to be in town over the over the week we're doing that, mm-hmm. and uh, Abigail can drive in for it. So we went out there, and it was fantastic. It was, mm-hmm. I mean, I had an amazing time because I knew it'd be great. I'd been there before, um, and it lived up to that. But they had a bunch of new segments, and um, it something I really enjoyed is one of our friends, uh, Laura and Travia. She plays the flute, plays piano, sings... Plays and the Terminator
1: flute, or whatever we called. <laughs> it plays, like, this electric <laughs> flute.
3: And when we first, we first saw her, I think, at Video Games Live, that's how we first knew about her, but she only played, like, one or two songs. Uh, now she's, like, part of the whole show. It's yep. basically yeah. her and the frontman Tommy Tallarico, and those mm-hmm. two are just the personality for the whole show with the whole orchestra backing. And uh, it's basically a concert that just plays a bunch of video game music.
1: Yes. And
3: they do a fantastic job. So Cameron... This was your first time. Yes. What were your expectations going into it, and what did you think of the outcome?
1: Um, I don't think I really had any expectations. Mm-hmm. A, because I've heard a lot of their music on the internet in the first place. Um, and B, it's I mean I've heard also a lot of orchestrated versions of the songs we heard mm-hmm. already. It was all just on YouTube, you know, of yeah. or wherever. So I just went in thinking, okay, cool. You know, no, yeah. no super excitement, but I didn't also wasn't like <laughs> yeah. I just like cool. This will be fine. Um. Aside from the a couple of minor nitpicks about the show as a whole and maybe, like, disliking kind of one of the songs that they did mm-hmm. arrangements, I, it was amazing. It was just amazing. Like, I used the example of the Halo theme, yeah, which I heard, a, which, well, first of all, is orchestrated. Like, the Halo mm-hmm. theme is orchestrated already. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's done by a giant orchestra. Mario O'Donnell conducted it and wrote it. That's what the song is. And so, when, you, when they said Halo, I was like, oh, cool. But then I was like, I've already heard this orchestrated a billion times. Why do I care to hear it again? Mm-hmm. But I realized there's just a little bit more, there's not a little bit, a lot more magic when hearing it actually live played in front of you. And, and mm. even though like you're back in the seats, maybe you're like 10
0: rows back or something, sometimes you can forget that it's actually right there in front of you. Yes. Like, but then you think, wait a second, wait a second. I can see someone sitting in a chair opening her mouth while the chorus is going on. That sound I'm hearing are all of these people going, oh, oh, oh," at different pitches.
1: And it's like, it's happening Mm -hmm. right there and it's just echoing throughout this chamber. There was a couple of points that, like, for example, the, Mm -hmm. I've heard that so many times. I just was like, I just kind of closed my eyes and I was like, oh, I like this song. And then I was like, wait a sec. There's, 50 violinists on stage playing this right now. Like, I was like, ah! And it's even for me because I've heard this arrangement live probably six times.
0: Right. And I've listened to it recorded probably like 20 or 50. Oh, yeah. (laughs) This exact same arrangement. Like, I have the video games live albums. Mm -hmm. And so when I go there, it's almost like time to turn on my iPod with very big speakers. I just know all about this. I don't use an iPod. Why did I say that? But, um, (laughs) it's not Remembering that it's actually. I think
3: something that's really interesting about Video Games Live as well is the aspect of how it's not just a concert, it's a show. Mm, Like, I've been to Zelda, uh, the touring orchestra. I've been to the Final Fantasy touring orchestra. And it's basically just, here's the conductor. We're going to play a few songs. We're going to have a video that goes along with whatever the game is. And that's it. It's just they're going to play. They're all all going to be orchestral. Mm. They're all going to be basically the same style. They're going to be the songs in the games put to kind of an orchestra symphony. It's going to have part one and part 2 You're done. This, like, has um, lights, it has smoke shit,
0: effects, yeah. it has a hype
3: man running out mm-hmm. between things, playing guitar, like, jumping around like a much goofball. of a
0: lovable, awesome dork is Tommy Tallarico? <laughs> He's a pretty Just, big dork, he yeah. He, he loves, loves like, dork. running up and down the stage and with his crazy electric guitars that he keeps switching out and making the same jokes for ten years. And...
2: Headbanging with a main cello in and... uh, <laughs> yes. That was That was, that was hilarious. What song yes. was that on? Was that Halo?
3: I think that was uh, Sephiroth. I think that was one yeah, of the. Yes, because was da 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 da. Da. yes, that was yeah, Tommy yeah. yeah. and Laura just headbanging
1: with the,
3: the uh-huh. chair,
2: the first yeah. chair. It was yeah, great.
3: yeah, because you like have this orchestra, but then you also have a, <laughs> a rock concert going on mm-hmm. at the same time, mm-hmm. and then they have like yep. funny videos they play between different songs. Like they're trying to get, and they let people like laugh and cheer and clap yeah, whenever they're excited. They're so they try to like, keep a there's like a pacing to it and an mm-hmm. excitement to it that feels more like a rock concert or a show. I while think at the same what time I love it
0: so much. Is it has the the class and the sophistication and the beauty and even like the relatively low volume of a concert hall yeah it's like it's we're gonna have have a night out and here's the conductor and this is the houston symphony but at the same time it's super fun and crazy and Mm -hmm. there's guitars and weird everyone's just allowed to make jokes in the the audience and call things out and it's like the best of both worlds
2: and what's great about this particular time was there were a bunch of people who did cosplay.
0: Mm-hmm. and i
2: think they were probably told beforehand or whatever they did like a cosplay competition before yeah. the show while we were all getting in our seats turns out all those cosplayers were sitting in the row directly yep. in front of us it was great so when they came back to see the show there's all these people who are super into video games it's
0: but so what you would you have to do <laughs> is you <laughs> got to clap the one you like the most right and so it took a long time <laughs> yeah. yeah
1: that was not very well organized. That was <laughs> but like yeah.
2: having them in the row in front of us was the best experience yeah. because anytime anything happened, they're like, oh my god! Yeah, basically
3: yeah. like, wow. uh, Chrono Trigger. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, whoa, and what? It
2: was, <laughs> it was great when they started playing, uh, was Phoenix Wright? Phoenix Yeah, Phoenix <laughs> Wright. Phoenix they Wright. were insane okay, for Phoenix Wright. Phoenix Wright comes in and all of you hear are girls going, ah! <laughs> It's
0: just like... <laughs> like, imagine this audience. Imagine. Yeah. You hear... A screaming shriek, and Abigail looks disturbed at the volume and Rossi
1: <laughs> <laughs> Don't bad. mess with the video game, man, yeah, basically.
2: <laughs> I was like, alright, there must be hot guys in this one.
1: <laughs> I guess they're hot guys. Yeah, yeah. Miles I Edgewood. Mean, yeah, like, Miles Edge gotta be reason
2: game. so many girls like this game, just saying. I'm not yeah. a sexist, but... <laughs> so, Abigail, yeah, it
1: was our first time going, yeah. but I would, I would say that we three are way more steeped in video game culture. Yeah. So, what did you think as somebody who has basically your big toes dipped in video games?
0: And how profoundly confusing was the Ace Attorney Phoenix Wright segment?
1: <laughs> yeah, that was. I
2: fantastic. mean, look, I don't. Like, I, even, I, I was even confused. <laughs> I, I liked that because it. I liked the Phoenix Wright because all I do it comes on. Stephen leans over and says this is a game about lawyers. <laughs> and then...
4: And it's it con- amazing. And then
2: it continues, and I'm seeing all these... You can take the-, the bar. I'm seeing all the, the, the clips from the game with all the weird noises and weird faces that they make, and then also just accompanied with the music, which was one of the most intense, high-energy songs I've ever heard, and I was bum, like...
0: Bum, 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 this
2: sounds bum, like an amazing game. It's <laughs> really it's good. basically
1: a visual novel set in a courtroom. I, I think I would like it's that. It's super oh, yeah. funny. It's super funny.
2: So, anyways, no, it was really good. I... I Feel like I know video games better than a lot of people think I do. No, yeah. you do.
1: You do. I didn't. I, I didn't mean to like insult <laughs> sure. you.
2: No, I like did. just to give some context, though, it's not like I was a newbie. I recognized most of the music right. that was there. I recognized right. most of the games that were there. Um, and I have they not even played finished them. with
1: your the one you actually had played, which was Portal.
2: They did the Portal themes. Yep. Were you? Able I to mean, sing I also played. As I said, I also played Donkey Kong Country and Skyrim and Skyrim. You're right, you're right, um, <laughs> no, that was great though. I like that. No, yeah. I like that one Jesus, I'm sorry, Abigail.
0: You weren't from Disembodied Voices. You aren't part of our secret video game club. Oh, uh, <laughs>
2: I guess I'll leave now. Video I know uh, that's video game video club. So dead, dude. Am I part of the club now? Yes, actually. Yes! You knew the
0: code word. <laughs> anyway, anyway yeah, anyways, what did we
3: think? Yeah, okay. It was so,
2: good. I enjoyed it. I enjoy orchestrated video game music quite a lot. I also went to Zelda. I also went to uh, Final Fantasy. Final Fantasy. And they were both very, very good. This one was better. Those mm-hmm, ones were great. Mm-hmm. This one was better because, one, it was a big variety of different kinds of music. Yeah. Um, two, it was taking a lot of music and changing it, which was yes. really cool. Yeah, um,
0: really transforming a lot of that stuff.
2: Mm-hmm. And then three was just the energy of the and people like, putting it on.
0: I I honestly think that the show has gotten far better
1: since Laura joined. I can't imagine it without Her arrangements
0: yeah. are fantastic
1: her arrangements are great every time she
0: comes on stage like oh this is gonna be one of the good ones
1: which one were hers the zelda and the dunk country Country. dkc Um, yeah those are
3: both fantastic arrangements dkc
1: was so shivers well the whole time i had shivers but yeah the dkc one was wonderful i mean
2: i think the the best song that i heard was also the most surprising song and it was like right at the end of act one and they're like all right we're gonna end with an an oldie but a goodie and he's like we don't usually do this one you know Unless we have a really good band, because it's super complicated, and I'm like, what could this possibly be? And so then they start doing Tetris opera Specifically style. the,
1: was it, did they do type A Tetris song?
2: Da, 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 That's type da, A, yeah, okay, so da, 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 da. there's only three
1: Tetris songs. But do. it was
2: amazing because they had the background, like the the orchestra doing these really, really fast, quick notes, mm-hmm. while Laura went full opera, just mm-hmm. singing some Russian Yep. something. Yeah. Cuz that song Tim. was originally
1: like a Russian folk song, right? Well, it it is. Is. It's, it's literally yeah. a like folk song. I think there's like two notes changed for the mm-hmm. and the Russian the Russian theme song is what we did. The
0: da
2: da 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 That's literally a Russian folk song. Oh, it was yeah. so good. Yep. It was so good. And the whole choir. I also am biased. I liked all the ones that had choirs in them the best. Well, yeah. I did too.
0: I mean, <laughs> like, I, mean, I just
2: There's a reason that that vocal. choir gets
0: a standing ovation. Man, every time. That choir was amazing. Like,
2: The
1: first one they did was God of War with the choir, yeah. and oh. that was so... Good.
2: Oh, I got super excited because we walked in, everyone's sitting on the stage, and I'm like, all right, it's about to begin. The lights are going down, and then the choir stands. And I was like, oh, there's <laughs> a choir! <laughs> oh my god!
1: Yep.
0: Don't that you know, Abigail, the choir is required. Right, anyway, anyway so,
1: moving we're cool. on. I really, really appreciate that, Brian. Yep. You're doing a great job. <laughs> um, so, okay, I have a list here. I'm curious what everyone's favorite one was, if you can name it. Um, if you need a list, I have to pass it to you. I think yep.
0: it was either Tetris or Zelda.
1: Oh, you like the Zelda one?
2: pretty
1: good. I think the Zelda one was good.
2: It was really well. Done. The Zelda one,
1: I almost think, was lackluster compared to the others because it just it's it's music we've all heard a trillion times. Mm-hmm. Like if they had done even a single Majora's Mask song or something, yeah. something that's it not did miss Hyrule Field. I you disagree.
0: Know? Like there was a lot of Twilight Princess stuff. There was the Twilight Princess,
1: song. um, like. Pilea or whatever, like. Yeah. No, that was just the, the, the Field song, Denton. Oh, was it? Bump. No, I'm, sorry, I'm not Bump. talking about that one. Oh. Mm-hmm. I mean, the other Twilight Princess song. It the was the song? Second. Do, 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 do. Yes. That's Midness. Yeah. Oh, okay. That, that was amazing. Yeah. I agree they did with a good that. job with that. But they did Hyrule Field twice, literally.
3: Yeah, they, they, did, they did it at twice. the start and
1: then the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And... But
3: yeah, um... I think for me it was probably Tetris Opera. That's yeah. always amazing. It's, it's hard like, to say no to anything Laura sings, great. Yeah. Oh my gosh, yeah.
2: She's so good. Ariel? Tetris Opera. Tetris Opera. Or. Donkey Kong
1: or DK. I
2: mean, I I, I think DK came before Tetris Opera, right?
1: Yes, because I
2: think that was my favorite one in the show until Tetris Opera happened. Yeah,
3: Stephen, wasn't your favorite the Snake Eater?
0: Oh, I keep forgetting. Never mind, everyone, you're wrong. Snake Eater Metal Gear Solid. We're wrong.
3: <laughs> I mean, Steven is basically just like, which one is the most like jazz? Oh, that. Yeah. One. Okay, yeah,
0: that was pretty great. It, like it could have gone way. either that was way, really but good. the
3: the the brass. Yeah, it's, I thought that I the Brass Hits would be the thing that stole you.
0: Like with yeah. with the singing. Like with one. Laura, yeah, so that was good. amazing.
3: So it
2: it's felt like you were, like, standing
0: inside of James Bond. For anyone yeah. who's complaining right now that we're talking about video games, we're talking about video game music, which I will never stop talking about. <laughs> so you just have yeah. to get used to yeah. it. Cameron, your favorite? This is
1: our podcast. We, we talk about whatever <laughs> yeah. we want.
0: Cameron? People complain about video games a lot, including me. will <laughs> so, <we just> stop
1: <laughs> it. No, um, my favorite was... <sighs> it's really hard between probably... The Tetris and Halo. The Halo, having completely grown up with those games, start to finish. Yeah. Halo was super oh good. my god! sitting next so... to Cameron was great. And there's some. <laughs> there's something about the the really heavy. Well, I don't know what those are. Cello's the mm-hmm. bomb. Mm-hmm. i was just like. Ah, I'm gonna get it. Oh my god! I need a bag. <sighs> yeah. So
2: in the so Halo great. theme, the Halo theme started, and I remember the da, 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 that starts with. Mm-hmm. But I forgot that it had electric guitar in it. Oh, yeah. And Steve Vai. It's Steve Vai. It's Steve Vai. Yeah. And yeah. so, like, I totally forgot that until he started, like, he kind of got ready on his guitar and was like, oh, wait a second.
3: No. Yeah. Oh, is it gonna oh, be good?
2: I remember how good the song is. I haven't heard it in ages. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was just so good. To start. And just, ah. yeah.
3: Yep. Halo thing was great. Yep. We're all good.
1: Um, well, I mean, that's... I've also
2: played Halo. Which one? One. Oh, no. Two and three. Two and three. I didn't finish them. Okay. But I played them. Did you like them? Okay.
1: Which one was the okay one? Um. Because one of them is almost universally better than the other, and I want to see if you can figure it out. I'm
2: not gonna lie. I on on two, I mostly played multiplayer, mm-hmm. so I didn't play through a lot of story. I mm-hmm. think that's
1: pretty
0: difficult. S- so, <laughs> Tale of two players.
2: Three. I remember being really interesting, but again, I didn't finish it. Okay. Sorry, I'm pretty sure three is more universally loved. Like,
1: I, mean, like, I think like, that, me, yeah, yeah, I me. Yeah, I think that's, I remember this thinking universal. the story was
2: interesting and going, "I want to finish this," and never did. Like so, most video games my, <laughs> this
3: is a complete tangent, but I played Halo three, and we had not played Halo one or two. Oh, that was <laughs> the most confusing story. Dude, <laughs> like Halo was already confusing. It was yep. just like, no wait, guilty spark unleashed the flood, but wait, wait, wait but did it's just like, what are all these names? How do they all? What, who's dead who's not dead what is going why are there aliens what like is traveling through an and why are we portal? finishing it? dude like you what's a halo the
1: <laughs> because halo 2 had to get chopped up into pieces because they were yeah. the development was too long and so they literally cut the ending off so when the beginning of Halo 3 when chief is crashing landing into the it's supposed to be the end it's of halo 2 it's 20 seconds after halo 2
3: yeah it was Something so we tried to read a wiki
1: to, to get caught up, and that was incredibly confusing. Dude, yeah, there's so many funny. just you know big yeah. name drops. And mm-hmm. Bungie stories are always kind of like uh, Warcraft or uh, Blizzard stories. Yeah. They're just these crazy power creeps. Or Destiny. Mm-hmm. Well, Bungie. Oh, but, sorry, yeah, Bungie. Duh. Yeah. Duh. Mm-hmm. yeah, this guy was, was comparing it to because Bungie is the yeah. same way with Destiny. Um. Mm-hmm. Any other final
2: thoughts on video games live? I'm trying to count how many of these games I've played, how many I've heard of, and how many. Well, I've why
1: don't you go down the list and just name the track right. list.
2: Should I uh let's see the ones that I've played that they that they did here was Donkey Kong Country, Tetris, Super Mario Brothers, World of Warcraft. Scrolls. Oh well, yeah, World of Warcraft, Halo. The ones that I knew in addition to that, at least what the games were were Kingdom Hearts. I think I'd heard of Phoenix, right?
3: Had you heard of Metal Gear Solid?
2: I mean, heard of it. Okay. Um uh, Kingdom Hearts, I was much more familiar with uh, Zelda. I actually knew the music for that one. One Winged Angel, of course, Final Fantasy. I've seen, so I've seen Final Fantasy 7, the movie. You know what the... Yeah. that Spirit, was...
1: Spirit, Spirit, Spirit Within, or whatever. No, Advent Children. Okay.
2: It was confusing as oh, crap. Oh, yeah, no,
1: look. <laughs> I saw
2: it four times and did not know what was happening. Why did you
1: watch it four times? It was
2: still entertaining. Zach
1: is, <laughs> I, now, Zach might listen to this and disagree with me, but Zach is a very, very big Final Fantasy fan, Final Fantasy 7 fan specifically. He didn't even know what was going on in children, you know, I believe is what he I said. I feel like
2: no one knew. I was like, I was sitting there watching, and I'm like, this must be based on some kind of context you get in the game, because what?
1: I mean, it is, no.
0: but it also very much is. No. But the
2: music was fabulous.
1: King, They did a better job with King Clay. It was really good with 15 versus 15. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, not I mean, that you guys like 15. At all, yeah. Oh, I watched like Castlevania? Age. That was good. <laughs> Castlevania was I enjoyed good.
2: that song. I had no idea what that game is, but I enjoyed the song. I don't think they picked the right songs for Castlevania.
1: Really? They picked a lot of the basics the, for the popular ones. I really would have liked the Castlevania 2 theme song. And I know that's not a right game, uh, Yeah, but it's a, such a good song. Matter of fact, mm-hmm. just do a whole Castlevania <laughs> 2 <set>. Concert? <laughs> oh, concert, concert. yes. Yeah, okay. Perfect. Because Castlevania 2 was a wor- horrible game, but amazing music. Speaking of like games that could use their own concerts,
0: I couldn't believe how well Donkey Kong Country Two sounds in concert, and I think it really kind of boiled down to her crazy Terminator flute. I that was kind of I mean that was great, but like, um, like hearing the sticker brushes and the backing, like Mm. it really works well in some context. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, I think the kind of the point of this whole thing is is what he said at the very beginning, and I actually said before we even sat down was video game music is just bleeps and bloops, quote unquote. But sure, like Super Nintendo and and NES mm-hmm. music is bleeps and bloops. But if you can have a vision to get past that and turn those bleeps and bloops into instruments, mm-hmm. yeah. it's not just randomly placed bleeps and bloops. These are yeah. composers who made yeah. music with really limited talented. they have. It is very interesting hearing
3: yeah. like the little speech Tommy gives at the beginning of the mm-hmm. concert, where he's like, some people say video games are just for children. Some people say... And I just seeing that speech 10 years ago compared to seeing it now, I'm like, yeah, all this so, stuff was so much more applicable when you said it 10 years ago. Jack like, Thompson was The amount the culture ago. has changed around video games in 10 years. Mm-hmm. Like, I do not think most people I talk to think it's for kids. No. One. Most wow. adults I you talk also to. Also hang out with a bunch of people.
2: No, who are like into no, it.
3: even just mainstream people. They're like, yeah, I want to pick up the Destiny. I play Call of Duty. Thirty and forty year olds like uh-huh. frequently like yeah. play have some video yeah. game, it game really console. Feels if you're like outdated. under thirty, point. you're going to have a video game console in your house somewhere. You're going to watch Netflix on it mostly, but there are a couple games you're going to play on it. Yeah, and like
0: that I, I, changed I'm, completely.
3: I like,
2: don't have
0: a console in my house. I don't even have a Game Boy. Well, sorry, <laughs> I mean. <laughs> That was, <laughs> I should, that was like a 15-year-old statement. You know? I should,
3: unfortunately, be somewhat <laughs> okay. sexist here and say men probably you will probably have a video game I mean, Is it sexist fair. if
2: it's No, true. it's not. I'm, it's it's I, true. I, 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 I should say sex I do have Steam, so I guess yeah. it kind of counts. But, like, I, I a mean, non-blanket
0: statement, yeah. partially applicable gender. Right. Jimmy <gasps>.
3: Jimmy.
2: Wait, I have an Xbox controller in my house. There you go. But counts. you have
3: a Steam account, or yeah. like, someone will be playing games on their phone. Like, and you the know amount, most
2: of these games.
1: Too. The I amount I know people most of people will
3: be playing games that have The amount of people think video games cause violence, massively different from oh, 10 man. years ago. That argument's yeah, almost that was, gone.
1: That was Grand Theft Auto uh, San Andreas, which was 2004, yeah. mm-hmm. when everyone was just mm-hmm. killing each other over violence. Yeah. In video games. And the I amount of people think video that...
3: game music is... Retro sounds is also, I mean kids growing up now would have no idea what you're talking about what you mean? like what do you mean video A really good is? Change yeah in his
1: speech would be people used to think video yeah, yeah. yeah. To you should change some that. loops we changed exactly that, you know? like yeah. it,
3: the culture it made so much sense when he gave that talk eight years ago um, and now when he gives that
0: same little speech you know, it's Cameron, like that's actually huh. an excellent point i like what you just said there because i was thinking the one thing that i would like them to change about video games live is to change video games live <laughs> they stick slavishly to all of their old jokes. Mm-hmm. Their internet clips from literally 2004. The the speech, and those
1: are just like dork dorkly. Yeah, yeah. like you
0: know, the speech be, that just is so outdated. But it would be cool if they could keep that history, mm. but also acknowledge that. It has changed, and that they have Mm -hmm. helped make that change. So going and saying, people used to think video games were bleep, people used to think video games were violent, but now we have shown them that it's cool, guys, and it's like, yay, Everyone, validate
1: us. (laughs) (laughs) You gotta make sure there's people in the audience to stand up, but yes, no, I think that would be a, because even you leaning over me once in a while and saying they did that joke last year, or 40 years Mm -hmm. ago, or Mm -hmm. that this story about the Disney characters wasn't even true. (laughs) <laughs> I like, I actually, I automatically could see, like, oh, yeah, they need to update some of this stuff. Because then I was seeing everything through, well, is that a repeat joke? Is that mm-hmm. a repeat joke? I and mean, I understand, I mean, yeah. you concert do after so concert, it's them. a script, but... Yeah. yeah, but you can
3: update the script, you, you know, once a, once a year. year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no, totally So that a when a you go back to a venue, you're giving a new show.
2: Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. And
1: that's but what I mean, most bands
3: so do. So,
2: yeah. now what we need to do... Uh, since we already have Laura working right-hand man with uh Steven needs to write. Shh, that was my thing. Steven needs to come on <laughs> Video Games Live. We'll rewrite on. their on. So show. rewrite the script so that you can be one of the cool people. Also, mm-hmm. let's tell that story. Oh, uh, so, uh, so
1: dear, dear listeners who, who are listening to this, Steven and Brian are famous. Uh, <laughs> it's great. Go ahead, guys.
3: All right, so leading up to this concert, there was this running joke of calling Stephen famous the entire time, like
1: literally the because entire he's, time. Because he's he's
2: interviewed yeah. Tommy Tallarico before. He's friends yes. with Laura. He like texts Laura and Travia. Yeah, like we met friends. her at
3: Magfest. Like we. we Laura
2: was sending yeah. him funny gifts. Like yeah,
3: we're keeping <laughs> up with him. And beforehand, Tommy Talarico was like, "You might be able to make it to the VIP room and stuff like that." So there was like, Stephen is connected.
0: Mm. Uh, I mean, we uh, with, both are technically. Yeah, because, because you're of more the Overclock podcast. Yes. But I'm the. The I'm, face the, and I'm, voice. The, yeah, I'm the face in the voice. You're like, the you the make. One. Everyone it, yeah. knows Steven. Yeah, everyone yeah. Just pulls so just beforehand, your everyone, for everyone just
3: we were all making a big deal about how Steven is famous and kept asking for his autograph, etc., mm-hmm. and just
0: generally being annoying. Yeah, um, always. And like and it was, like you know, those scenes in movies where like um someone trying to make. Uh, uh-huh. likes a reluctant character to do something and they say no just go do it and they give him one push and then all of a sudden the character stumbles looks up and they're face to face with the person they're supposed to confront yes cameron literally did that to me to someone who worked there because i was supposed to ask about vip stuff and it just worked like the movie like <laughs> I, 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 I he pushed me i stumbled i looked up made eye contact and i'm like um the vip room can you <laughs> <laughs> yeah
3: that- that literally yeah, was funny. That
0: was great.
1: So
3: we went to the concert. Unfortunately, the VIP stuff didn't work out. We were late and couldn't figure out where it was going on. <laughs> he
1: wasn't as famous as we thought he was. <laughs> no. He <we're> wasn't <laughs> famous <laughs> enough. He could have put you so, no, on to, stage. to be fair, yeah. when I asked the person, he's
0: like, everyone keeps asking me where the VIP room is. I don't know.
3: <laughs> yeah, so we actually just made Steven late. So it wasn't exactly Steven's fault. Yeah. Uh, we're like, all. I want sushi, and made him wait. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. But anyway, um, so... Fish we Mars. couldn't get the, the VIP thing done. Afterwards, we wanted to go say hi to Laura and Tommy, but they were giving autographs to literally everyone, and mm-hmm. the line was like the entire concert hall. So we're Later like. Later,
0: I learned we were actually allowed to cut the line.
3: Yeah, but um, we didn't but want to do that. we were <laughs> already
1: like four miles down the line. Yeah, so yeah. we're like,
3: okay, we're we're leaving. And so we were heading
0: out to our car, and what happened then, Steven? Uh, well, we wanted to take a fun, goofy
1: selfie. Which we will
2: post in the show notes, and you'll never see. Yeah.
1: <laughs> We're posting in the, the fictitious show notes. I like how we've gotten past the point of like, we'll post it in the show notes. No, we won't. It's just, we'll post it in the show notes and you'll never see it.
2: <laughs> They're a secret somewhere on the website. They're Look for them. Easter egg. Yes. yes.
1: The show notes
0: are written in invisible ink. Don't you guys know that? <laughs> just highlight it with your cursor and you'll find everything. Oh, there you go. Um, so we took a very good selfie. It was a very good selfie. It
1: was. Um, yeah.
0: yeah. I was proud of it. Um, I was being really loud and saying, what a beautiful selfie! And just making lots of funny Stephen jokes. And as we're on our way to the parking garage, suddenly, someone at my left appears. He looks me in the eye and says, Are you the Kelly Brothers? <laughs> and my response, I believe, was, Yes? How do you know? Okay. <laughs> a complete, like, a, a moment of surreal, total confusion. Yeah. Um, and it turns out, he listens to the Overclocked podcast, and recognized our voices, noticed we were brothers, and wanted to say hello. It was pretty great. It
2: was the coolest thing it that ever happened. So
0: yeah, we, we skipped out on the VIP experience to take pictures with, with famous people. <laughs> so <laughs> someone else came up to us, and we up taking a picture with him. It was so great. It was, it was, so st- great. And it was I feel like we did not handle it well at all, because it was just like, are you the Kelly brothers? Yes. How do you know? I listened to the Overclock podcast instead of being like oh thanks for listening to the show we all turn to each other and go what oh my <laughs> gosh this never happened
1: yeah I think you literally said wow this has never happened before <laughs> yeah
3: it was hilarious because yeah we've gone to MAGFest and met a bunch of other OC Remix people and stuff but we have never had a person come up mm-hmm. to us and be like are you ex-? it was and the best part is
2: I- he lived in the same area of Houston. Mm-hmm. He's yeah, at their the doorstep right so yeah, like, 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 <laughs> like, now. I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah. Jason, come like, on. Their here. company in the <laughs> their very local company could service him. He's in yeah. that range. Yes. Yeah, yeah,
3: it was really funny and just. It was like weird. a moment of
0: realization where someone who's been living in our same town has been listening to our podcast and never knew we were I don't it's like yeah. I guess I just kind of came to accept that the people who religiously visit the OCR forums and in other states and other countries. And we know all of our listeners by name at this point, but apparently there are other people in the world who listen to the show. If you go to a video
3: game music event, there's probably going to be someone there who who knows knows OC Remix. Yeah, Yeah. yep. That was. I
2: mean, there was a decent amount of people who cheered for OC Remix when he mentioned it on stage. Yeah, I really,
0: I couldn't tell because you were screaming so loud. (laughs) 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 Sorry. Yeah, Mm. I'm I'm supportive. Yeah. I appreciate it. So it's not a complaint. Um,
2: but yeah, a lot of the people liking in the rows in front of yeah. us and everything were into it. it. wasn't as many people, but... It was just
0: like the, the punchline to the joke we had been building all night.
2: Oh my god, it was so great. His name was Jason. He was very nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, he was cool. Stephen Thank and Brian you, did a Jason. decent uh, job talking to him on the spot, even though they were both very confused. Oh, it was so funny. <laughs> it was when, so great. When we then... first
1: started talking to him before you got the picture, and you guys were kind of getting ready to say goodbye, I was like shake his hand, Stephen, shake his hand. Like, I was saying to my mind, like, Stephen, shake his Because <laughs> you're just like, wow, well, it was really nice seeing you. Um, you know, whatever. <laughs> and I was like, just shake his hand and leave. And then you asked for a picture, and then you ended up Taking his hand, so yeah. it worked. Actually, out, but...
2: I asked for the picture. Mm-hmm. Like it was funny because Jason didn't even ask for the picture. Yeah, I was it was the like, famous was like, person. Um, so I know it's probably kind of weird, but can I have you take a picture with them? Please? Like, <laughs> I would
0: like, like, <laughs> The situation was not a fan wants to take a picture with us. Yeah, it's it was cool. like we'd
2: like to take a picture with
0: a fan, please.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it was super. We great. must
3: commemorate this moment.
1: It that was, was your first fan interaction ever, guys. In your yeah. life, isn't that cool? It was first wild of real. many. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> Don't yeah. don't quit the podcast like today. We will We're get done. you.
2: You'll be part of video games live in three years. It's fine. If you made it a that goal, that. I bet you, you could. If
1: you made it a I goal, you, you would. Yeah, I bet you. You can make true. yourself
2: integral to that show.
1: You're right. And then get us start. free tickets every year. Ooh, that'd be ooh! Fun. No, do it. You have to do it now. <sighs> we want free stuff. Okay.
2: Woohoo! That's what's great I mean, about having famous friends. I
1: would say that there's no way I can do that. I would say that that's too Except much work. But
2: <laughs> for the fact that you know everyone, I in the am famous.
1: And on that. Yep. note. Let's move on to What's Up With The Whales, unless there's any final thoughts about Video Games Live. I have a final thought about Video Games Live Yes,
0: that segues directly into What's Up With Cool! <laughs> and that, that interaction that we had with um, Jason, um, we're distracted by our dachshund now. <laughs> <I> mean, sorry. <laughs> He's very cute. Um, that made me really happy because it felt like we were like the whales or whales people just going to an event like i just realized that someone stops us and he's like i've been to your website whales or whales like once or twice
1: somebody said the word whales are whales yeah, on I, the street just on the
0: street friends. in a random place at a random event i mean someone he doesn't, he doesn't listen to our
1: other shows no, but like, whatever he said whales no one said whales he said that
2: he's like i've been to your site whales or whales in my head i'm like should i ask him if he listens to the podcast if so i, I need to introduce him to cameron <laughs> i did
1: i did i was just like because when he first stopped you guys i was like this is obviously for the E-Remix podcast, yeah. And then he said Whales and Whales and I was like... <gasps> he did say he went there one time.
2: I know. Well, I wasn't I sure know, but I wasn't i was I wasn't sure which podcast one he was talking about. He went there one time and subscribed
0: to everything is what
2: happened. I was just like, but if yeah. he has, I'm like, Camera's just sitting over there. I need to make sure everyone's introduced. If he knows, oh nope, nope. He just knows Kelly. That's fine. It's fine. Well, you too. Well, You're part yes, of the me too. I would have introduced me after you. But uh, okay.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're very I
2: humble. Know. I know. But mm-hmm. um, I'm it. just the extrovert, making sure everyone actually speaks. Yeah. There. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> that's actually a really good role. <laughs> <of these. laughs> all right, so, guys, say something. I
0: am proud that I was the one who made us all get a picture together, though. You, like
2: you did it. Well. That's so that unlike
0: good. me. But um, all that said, it just it was a cool feeling of it, just being like. We have most most of the whales or whales members
1: in like the same place, yeah. uh, and it, boy, it'd be cool if we all lived in the same city. And like now, we're no, okay, like we all move
0: here. in the no. same house,
1: <laughs> just like for
0: four days or whatever. Yeah. And we're the only people here, saving the animals. So it's just like. It's like the whales' house and just like this all the like, dynamics from our online interactions are just happening in real life. I
2: feel like this is like the weird alternate reality where we all went <laughs> to college together and decided to be roommates forever and just kind of got <laughs> this giant house together and just kind of like hang out. I'm mean, Like I the sw- weird sitcom of whales. Yeah, like- I'm pretty sure
1: we had that conversation the day I got here. Yeah. It was like this is Zach's room, that's Abigail's room. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I remember that. that. We'll move Ben and Danny out here they can have the whole bottom floor. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you hear that Ben and Danny? That's the plan. So, mm-hmm. So just be aware. It's gonna
2: force Brian and Stephen's parents out, and they're not actually gonna move out of the house. We're all gonna move in, and they're gonna
1: just be like, "Okay, we're gonna leave now." Thanks. <laughs> yeah, we're Back gonna from. stay in New Mexico. <laughs> <then> <laughs> a
3: lot calmer
0: over
1: here. Yep. <laughs> all right. Um. That. Well, so, what was the segue? Well, the segue is that's
0: been what's up with whales. Like most of the whales have been here. Um, yes, doing stuff. So. Mm-hmm. What are some fun things we've done so
3: far?
2: Ooh, I have a fun thing that I did. Let's
0: all share
3: one fun thing we've done. Well let's all think Eat. about the the fun thing. I have
2: a fun thing that I did. Oh, okay. Can I just, say now? Yeah, Abigail, yes, please. Yeah, go ahead. I played VR for the first time. I think
1: you both did. Played VR for the first time. Yep. You played it for like the first real time. I'm pointing at. Yeah, I'm pointing Stephen. <laughs> <laughs> yes, um, so, Stephen,
2: Brian, and I have all played VR for the first time.
3: I've I've listened. I listened to some video game podcasts, and so I've heard people talk about VR on podcasts so much. Yep. And it's such a hard thing to talk about. It's impossible. So I'm trying to think of a way we can have this conversation that isn't just like, it felt so cool. We um, can.
2: I don't think it's been done yet. It's It was strange because for some reason, like, I didn't expect to actually feel like I was in another dimension. <laughs> but I did. Uh-huh. And so I was like, I also was a little self-conscious at first because I'm like, I'm sitting in the room. Cameron and Steven and Brian are all sitting around me. And I have this headset on. I can't see them, and like I look forward, and there's a screen. I'm like, okay. They start the game, and it's this spy game, and it's like it's like like James Bond kind of thing. I like, expect the you the to intro, die. yes. And so like there's there's stuff happening on screen, and then the camera is like, you can look around, and I was like, what? And <laughs> I kind of turned my head just a little bit, and there's stuff going on on the other side that I didn't see because I hadn't looked there, and I was like, what? And then I'm like just like turning my head all around, and like the intro is happening to me. It was so weird. I was literally standing inside of a james bond intro like if you know how psychedelic and weird those look like that was so strange i didn't feel like i was even in the kelly's house anymore it was Mm -hmm. the like i've i've never gotten super like with video games for me i don't get as immersed in them as other people do and i think that's one reason i don't play them a ton i tend Mm -hmm. to read because that kind of brings me out of where i am makes me forget of where i am and i'm in this story that someone else is telling um video games aren't usually like that for me i enjoy them but mm-hmm. i don't get super into them yeah when i was doing vr i was like i i seriously had the thought of i stepped through to narnia i'm in narnia right now i'm literally not in the kelly's house anymore and this is weird yep, yep.
0: anyways i guess the, maybe the the best way for to describe it to someone who hasn't done it at all is to consider the fact that the, I guess the difference between just looking at a screen using the VR headset mm-hmm. is the fact that when you have the headset on, you can't tell that you're not in another place. Yeah. You can't. And it's like, it, that doesn't get the technical side of it yeah. Yeah. down I mean, or anything. I mean, even crazy. things that are
1: kind of silly, like yeah. Yeah. The, the cartoon job simulator game. It, yeah. If you looked at it on a flat screen, your brain would go, this isn't real. Duh, yeah. it's not real. Uh-huh. And when you're in the helmet, you still know it's not real. Mm-hmm. Way in the back of your mind, you know, this isn't real. There's a cartoon yeah. robot flying over there. Yeah. But the rest of your brain is like, oh, my God, we're in a robot convenience store. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God, I can pick up the it apple. So oh, weird. my God, I can throw it. You know, it's just, I honestly it think, tricks your
2: rain. I think the weirdest thing about being in VR was I was in. I was probably in the headset for at least an hour, maybe mm-hmm, over mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Um, And we were playing, like, these puzzle games where I had to move around and, like, be a spy and do all these cool stuff and wash windows, and it was dumb. But... So I, I was doing it, and when I'm in the headset, I'm kind of over-exaggerating my movements, I guess, because we have these two little hand things. And so I'm kind of over-exaggerating when I pick something up or I have to reach really far to get it, and I'm just doing these weird st- sticulating things. And several times in this game, I drank some liquid because there was coffee on there, so of course I'm going to drink it. So I pull it up, and I push it in my mouth, and I'm calling tuck t- t- my head back as if I'm actually drinking it, <laughs> and it kind of looks like that. I get out of the VR headset because I'm getting really tired. And I'm like, okay, I need to go downstairs for a snack, guys. Y'all keep going, it's fine. And like I'm there and Steven's there. And I pour myself some orange juice and I go to drink it and I have to stop because I realize halfway through that I'm about to do exactly what I do <laughs> in the headset. And that would have poured the liquid all over my face. Because that's like where my arm was going. And I was like, oh, I'm in real life. This is weird. This is weird. So I like consciously put it to my mouth and tipped a little bit and was like okay that's wacky
1: yeah it messes with your reality it really does it i does. mean and that's
2: it made me think that over gesticulating was normal
1: <laughs> that's what that see this was really funny watching all three of you guys kind of play for the first time ever because you all three reacted differently but in a similar sense mm-hmm. so for steven for example he did a he did the job simulator game
0: wait so i just want yeah, right. to throw this did we mention that you were the one who brought
1: the VR? Yes, to I, I have... I feel
2: like that's... It's, it's important to note to all of you,
1: actually. I brought the PlayStation VR. That's to the audience. Um, on the regular PS4. This is the lowest end of the high-quality VR units. Mm-hmm. So what you're seeing is probably... Simplest and fuzziest visual quality. Well, on... on It's a high-end high unit, but it's the lowest end you can get in that high-end, basically. Yeah, yeah. You can get phone VR garbage. is sure crap, but there's, the, the Vive and the Oculus are way better because we're not a PC. Yeah, and even a, a
3: PlayStation Pro is better. Even
1: a PS Pro is better, yeah. So just like, be aware of that. It just gets better. Yes, <laughs> yes. yes. And,
0: and you like you have the experience with it and so you were sort of bringing it to your mm. test subjects. So yes. anyway, continue. <laughs>
1: well, it was really funny watching you play, Stephen, because he was being a grocery store clerk mm-hmm. and everything he would do was so, like, you were acting. It was so funny. You'd You'd uh grab a if, uh, the guy would up and be like, "Hello, sir, I'd like a candy bar, please." And Stephen would go, well, "Yes, sir, I will get you a candy bar." And he'd yeah, reach over with this big woozy of his arm and he'd grab the candy bar and go, <laughs> and then go, just, just
2: and dirty, drop it in just the bag. So like, a lot of that was visual. I don't so even care. what this was what Cameron a, you was guys. doing. Cameron was showing these really overacted movements that, like, if, so you've heard Stephen do story time and like how he just kind of like his storytelling <laughs> That's a good voice. Point. He does that in real life. And he, like, moves his arms in such ways and he'll hold himself, like, rigidly and just kind of, like, move, like, like he's an actor on a stage play.
0: Yes. And And that's that's, that's so different than what I do. do. And it's not like I said... I think that my brain subconsciously realized this is, oh, this is a whole new way to make funny things happen. (laughs) Like, I can do visual humor in a brand new way. And, like, what happens if I take the ticket and try to make a shot, with them, when I'm disappointed, I'll, like, lower my head a little bit,
1: and, like, it's like you do all this funny stuff. It was great. Yeah. It was really great. Um, Brian, yeah. what did you think? You haven't said much this time, this, about VR. You played, you played the most out of everybody.
3: Yeah, I think what surprised me most about VR is how natural it was, how quickly. Mm-hmm. Like
1: mm-hmm. You adapted it... faster than I've seen anybody adapt to VR. It was right.
3: like wild. That was the weird thing. It's just, like, it felt natural, like, almost immediately, and no motion sickness, a no. slight headache when yeah. I was doing Resident Evil with the full. Well,
1: he was playing Abigail. He was playing a full 3D walk around game, oh. and he was playing it with all the nausea, nausea safety measures off. Ben, wow. it makes he was me... playing Resident Evil Seven. In VR max settings. I kind of want to do that
2: before settings. you leave. You can, yeah. Can I do that before it, you leave? Just
1: know it made me super, super sick.
2: Sure. If it starts making me sick. Well, yeah, of course. But... i just letting
1: you know. Yeah. What, I don't know what the heck with you, man. <laughs> Iron constitution. Because I was like... I, I even put the headset on Yeah. For two seconds, and I was like... Oh, okay, we're done yeah. here.
3: It was just like that fast. <laughs> yeah, and I wow. think that's the thing that was really cool about VR. I... In a weird way, it was almost a little bit disappointing just because it felt natural so immediately. I kind of wanted that whoa moment a little longer of, like, I'm in a different world. Mm-hmm, right. It kind of happened at first, but then it felt so natural so quickly that it was still cool. And I felt like I was transported, but I was expecting to feel more of a surreal feeling mm-hmm. to it. But it felt hmm. natural way
0: quicker than I was I think I had that too. for about 15 or 20 minutes. Yeah. Like full on. I... Almost feel like I'm in a dream. Yeah. Switching I think games. The weird
2: thing for me was I I per, I actually didn't expect it to feel surreal. I was like, this probably isn't as cool as everyone it's says a fad, it is. Right? I'm like, yeah, I'm Virtual like, it's, it's I mean, all these people have heard talk about it already. Love video games and mm-hmm. like I enjoy them, but you know whatever. Like I'll try it. We'll see. Oh my gosh, what? <laughs> so I like my totally mother lowered my expectations. Loves
1: VR, and I oh. think that's a testament of everything because she does not. She's never ever ever played a real video game before. Yeah. And I put her in a roller coaster. And it was hilarious because the roller coaster was going up and up and up and she's like, and I can tell she's breathing faster and I'm like, Are you okay, mom? And she's like, why am I getting vertigo? And like, because your brain thinks you're up high and it starts to it starts to go down and it starts to go down and she's like, oh, I can't why? Why? And then as it starts to actually plummet, she goes, This doesn't make any sense! This doesn't make any sense! Why is
2: it doing this why do i feel scared it's like
1: <laughs> so great. it's wild it's wild oh my yeah. gosh i'm
2: gonna try that i it hate really roller coasters cool. yeah i had this actually similar reaction because i was sitting on this um it's like a an ottoman basically mm-hmm. to play and in the, the specific simulator that i was in I was up high, I was outside of a building, and I was on, like, a window-washing ledge thing. Yeah. And I was trying to, like, break into this place, and, like, it was the spy game, and I was making some potions. But I was still outside on this ledge, and so if I looked, if I leaned over and looked down, I can see the ground. And so there was this one moment where I kind of lost my balance on the chair, and I started falling over, and I flipped out. Because I'm like, oh, wait, I forgot. I was
0: like, if you lose your balance, and you sort of, like, push to the side... And your head looks down automatically. You're see gonna see like the street six not, stories not down. Not the
2: ottoman, literally right next to me. Yeah, that. And would so freak until my out. hand touched the ottoman, I was like, even after a couple seconds, after I was like, oh wait, I'm not up high. Okay, I'm fine. Well,
1: that's that's how VR works. Is that mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be realistic. It doesn't even have to be amazing. It just has to be enough to trick your brain, Yep. Because yeah. your brain is really, really good at telling you what it sees, and so when you see something that looks like a scaffolding, mm-hmm. your brain goes, "That's obviously a scaffolding, Cameron. Mm-hmm. Why are yeah. like, you at a scaffolding? Oh my god, Cameron, don't fall off the scaffolding!"
2: <laughs> it obviously wasn't as like terrifying as it could have been, because if like right. I hate heights, it, like yeah. I'm terrified of heights. So if I had actually been on the scaffolding, yeah, I would have just curled up into a ball and died. Yeah, with, I think but...
3: the the best way to describe VR and the thing that makes VR work as it is is it's just consistency. And that's the thing that's different from other video games is it's when you turn left the thing you it will look literally exactly like you're in a room and you turn left it is the same thing your visual information is 99% you might see like a little bit of weird stuff around the edges but it's 99% something else Mm -hmm. so it's basically just replacing if you want to imagine what it's like to be in VR just imagine you're wearing a weird helmet. And your visual information that you're looking at is 100% replaced with different visual information. Yes. That means if you look mm-hmm. up, it's like if you look up in a room, that the thing you're looking at changes with the exact same motion. If you look down, exactly the same. And it's that consistency. It's that they keep mm-hmm. the same frame rate. They keep the same room. And they keep the same place around you, just like if you're in an actual
1: room. I mean, you can and even imagine it as what we're sitting right now, you know. Yeah. If you just imagine, okay, right now, what I see right mm-hmm. in front of me Imagine I'm just wearing a headset and this is yeah. what I see. That's what exactly. It is. Like
3: imagine where you are right now, listening exactly. to the podcast. In. Just look to the left and what you see. Imagine that, except it's just all virtual, and that's yeah. what VR and is.
1: Fun, crazy stuff yeah. in those worlds, you know. Yeah, yeah. and it's just I that would say like the only
2: there's only one difference, and that is if I'm looking at a room and if I'm conscious of the fact that like I'm going to turn my head left now.
4: Mm-hmm. My
2: eyes won't necessarily go straight forward; like they'll stop yeah. on something, and so like it's mm-hmm. a little different the way that you look around right? because when you it's, turn yeah, left, It's as if yeah, but like I think that's a good way to like think about it because it's, it's as if your eyes are still stuck exactly forward and everything is changing like mm-hmm. but when you actually do that in real life if you're trying to be like oh what is a vr simulator like let me turn my head left and see what it's like that's not what it's like because your eyes are going to get stuck on different focal points but in vr that didn't happen vr is a little
3: smoother so it's, also, a little,
2: so it's a little bit um otherworldly in that sense yeah yeah
3: there there's enough of a difference another thing if you were to dart your eyes to the corner of the room for example that's mm-hmm. going to change your field of view and vr is not because the detection of motion in VR is purely the the lights moving yeah. on the headset. It's
1: so like you will, have to move your head. It does on the Vive. R- okay. The Vive has eye. Tra- I, I I'm pretty sure the Vive has very experimental eye tracking. Right. So I'm, you can yeah. look straight and go, or not go no, with your head, but use your eyes. <laughs> And your field of view will.
3: Yeah, that wasn't in what we did. Though. No, no, yeah. No. But that's the kind of consistency that needs to be ironed out because Abigail's right. There is a certain smoothness to movement, which like it still it still makes you different.
2: feel like you're it still escaped you from enough. life. Yeah, it, it tricks your brain enough to make you think you're in another place. Yeah. But it also is different enough that makes you feel like you're in a video game specifically, which yeah. was actually mm-hmm. really cool. Like I'm not saying that's a bad thing. Yeah. It. But that's that's how that's basically the way that I knew it wasn't life. Yes. Those little cues. In real life, it's not that
0: big of a deal to turn your head. Like, I think that's yeah. all about that it comes down to. Like, well, the, the it, minute, mm-hmm. like, head movements of, like, you don't notice moving your head, I feel, in,
1: in the real world as much as you do in VR. Maybe right. But it's, like a, 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 it's like a new Maybe. experience, though. Yes. Yes. And like, like The way I could describe it is, it's like going from glasses to contacts, which...
2: Yes, mm, that's because, a really good way to put it. Yeah,
1: because for me, I've I wore glasses for 99% of my life. Well, so when I started, <laughs> since then, I've worn them for 99% of my life. But I have tried contacts a few times. And each time I do... It's like I'm a. It's like I'm in a different world. It's literally like because mm-hmm. right now I had this big stupid rim. I can see every direction I go. And you right get used to it. I get used to it. But if I go, oh, I can see the whole thing now. You know, I can focus on it. But when I had those contacts in, all of a sudden the whole world looked different. And turning my head was a big deal. Yeah. I was like, oh, so you can see everything from every yeah, angle. It's like the glasses
3: are yeah. the TV screen and the contacts. Yes. So anybody yeah. who's worn yes. glasses
1: can can. And that's what I mean, Stephen. Is that similar. it? It 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 works for me because. I every turn of my head just does feel special and different. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I totally get what you mean. Yeah. But yeah, I think
3: that's just the best way to describe it. Is it's actually not that hard, which is one reason I think VR wasn't that surprising to me mm-hmm. because I realized that concept beforehand. Of okay, it's just replacing your visual information, and it's one to one, and that's really all it is. And so if you imagine that. You can imagine what VR is like, and that's really cool. So, like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's, really yeah. cool. it's like that is an amazing concept. You have concept. the opportunity to try and I, have yeah.
1: been, I have been preaching VR's praises since I got my headset, mm-hmm. and most people are just like, okay, like, sure, okay that's good. cool. And that's yeah, kind I'm of the sure reaction great. I had,
2: too. Yeah, well, it's what everyone like, has, you know? I mean, y'all get, like, especially, like, and you I understand get it. super, like, into the game, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I won't have that reaction, but that's really cool. I'm so glad you I, had that. Yep. That's exactly what I As thought. my parents
1: like, had that, nope. my aunt and uncle, my other friends. It's not, it's like, it's not like... It's like,
2: oh yeah, that's your thing. It's not, yes. it's
0: like, this
1: is a if
0: you know how to play games or you're really used to them and just use your imagination, it's like, no, no I can't, it's like, you don't, you don't need there's your no imagination. imagination needed. It's like, it's going to look like this for 99% of the people
1: unless you yeah. have a really weird disconnect. It's not like the virtual thing. boy would be the imagination mm-hmm. part you know,
2: I liked the fact that it felt like I was a kid again and I was playing pretend. Yes. Because mm-hmm. I actually remember thinking back to a time when I was an early teen and I realized that I hadn't played pretend in years. And I was mm-hmm. like, I can't even do that anymore if I wanted to. Like, I can try and imagine, I can write a story, but I can't lose myself in that world like I used to. It was super cool going back to VR because it felt like that's what I was doing. And I was like, mm-hmm. if I had this headset and some kind of storytelling game, I would just love a storytelling game where you just walk around and are the character Oh, and I, nothing happens. There are those. Because <laughs> that would be, I would spend so much, I would waste my entire life on that, basically. It's yep. super cool. Like, books in VR, how cool would that be? That would be really cool, actually.
1: Anyways. There is, there's all this to be said... There's a really cool episode of Black Mirror about VR and the dangers of VR that we are doing this to ourselves and we really don't know what's going to happen. I mean, even you, Abigail, with the cup and... No. <laughs> yeah. We all laugh because it's it seems ridiculous, but this episode, we should all watch this episode of Black Mirror, yeah. honestly. But it's well, just someone, like, yeah, who knows? We don't know what, what this is going to do to our brain. Yeah, someone and, made mm-hmm. an
3: interesting point in an interview I was listening to, which is like, this is the first time we've been able to, at least on a mass consumer level, be able to trick our brains about our environment Yes, this inc- completely and like how is that going to rewire how Unless, our brains like, work without, and take information
2: without internal drugs or something yeah, so we can do I- that with yeah. medicine and stuff. We've never yeah. done
3: it with external... In terms of ex- just experience, if you teach your brain over and yeah. over again that the thing you're seeing isn't real, how's your brain going to now say, okay, how can I distinguish between This possible? is
1: real, this is fake, yeah.
3: or is it? Yeah, you know, exactly. Like, so will mm-hmm. you start not, if you actually start to look down at a height, will you start to not get scared yeah. and your brain won't tell you to back up from but the ledge? Is-
2: but and this then is we'll what all everybody... wake up in giant valleys. Because that's what happened to Abigail.
3: Like... <laughs> that's what happened to Abigail in a very sh- uh, small measure. Is suddenly her brain wasn't telling her that doing this with a glass of orange right. juice is a yeah. bad thing. So what right. happens if you do that extensively? Or are we going to become complete morons when it comes to like any We're physical interaction? Like, because our brains will taught us it's it, not dangerous.
2: It's funny because part of me thinks that that could be good in a sense, but also mm. could not. Like for instance, my fear of heights is irrational. Is super irrational. Like I, was, I mean, is it though? Your of heights is
1: your body saying you're going to fall and die. But
2: here's (laughs) the thing. So, okay, I'm short. So, I'm standing up on, like, the second ledge. Like, this is last week. Ryan and I were at a show. It was a big concert hall. So, we're up in, like, mezzanine level, maybe. Mm -hmm. Balcony level. And I walk up to this wall to see out into the main foyer.
4: Mm. And
2: I'm short, so the wall comes up to my chest. Like, if I tried, maybe I could get over it, but it would be difficult. I look over the wall and started getting sick. Okay. Because... I'm like, oh my gosh, it's so far down and that's so crazy. and Oh my gosh, what if I fall? I might fall. I might trip and fall. Wait, if I tripped and fell, I would fall on this side of the wall. <laughs> I would not fall over that wall. Right. And so, like, I get that there is a health aspect, but at the same time, I'm like, I'm wondering if things like VR, but if I played it, it enough, if a... that would change it that, and I wouldn't be as afraid. One. No, yeah. it could. VR, could actually,
3: wrong. in controlled ways, though, is probably going to be extremely helpful for therapy. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, like, yeah. For being able to get someone over a phobia of something, exactly. you can slowly put them into that scenario when you can tell them there's literally no threat of the actual thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: But Scare the problem so is, guys, is there a VR game set in a museum?
2: With dinosaurs?
1: With dinosaurs! Are you Nicholas <laughs> Cage now? Like, is that... you, don't you, know you don't know Steven's dinosaur phobia?
2: Museum phobia?
1: Wait, which is it? <laughs> dinosaurs <laughs> or museums. Dinosaurs in museums. So you really didn't like Night at the Museum, did you? He didn't see it. I didn't. I watch it. <laughs> as oh, Nicolas Cage and that's scary enough, as it is. Ha! <laughs> 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 okay, that bit's over. Uh. It Has
2: <laughs> Nicolas Cage in it?
1: The the pro... Yes. The pro... Wait.
2: Yeah. It doesn't. No.
1: That's the Declaration of Independence. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. What's that? Who has... Who's <laughs> uh, in that uh, museum? Are talking National Treasure? S. That's how I but... Something S... Something. something. He's another... S- he's a comedian. Yeah, Adam Sandberg. Adam Sandberg. Anyway, okay, okay, no.
1: S- I wanted to talk... The problem with everyone. The problem with the episode of Black Mirror and the the, Ben Stiller. The yes. The the benefits of VR and the negatives of VR is people who just like when they go when we go VR is amazing. Try it and they go. I sure it's great. Whatever they probably think the same thing about the negative effects as well Mm -hmm. because they go. Oh, it's just 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 a video, just a video game. It's just a TV screen in front of your face. But I mean, that's. I'm really glad you brought it up, Abigail. That the one thing of like blit is like that's that's proof. It's yeah. Literal proof yeah. that, and it's and it's not just VR that does this. It's anything we do mm-hmm. I mean, of brain a little If you start behaving
2: in a certain way, yeah. I mean, I'll watch and you TV convince show. yourself that that behavior is correct. Yeah. I yes. mean, look
3: at social media. How much that's changed right. people's like perceptions
1: of and the so world around them. Worse with well, VR, and like
2: it changes the way people interact with each other too. Like people are, I don't know. It kind of removes restrictions with social media. With VR, mm. it kind of. Does a similar thing.
1: Yeah. It's it's
3: wild. Only physically. And doesn't mean you're going to have negative repercussions. You just need to understand there are going to be changes and we need to work on our ability to understand when they're negative and when they're positive. There's
1: no we should not just blindly throw ourselves into 14 hours of VR school and 20 years, you Mm -hmm. know, unless we know what
3: that's gonna be. Or blindly be afraid of everything, because it could be Mm -hmm. changing us in ways that are good. Yes, um
0: But it's understandable. And some people think that VR VR will reprogram our brains dangerously.
1: No, I'm are are you saying is that, is that the new? That's video the new VR. <laughs> yeah, I
0: like
3: I, it. I'm looking forward to seeing video games like. But
2: I do think that's funny though. That I I thought of that when you just said that. Uh, back in the day, you know, and people were like, oh my gosh, video games are causing violence. They're making it so much worse. And now, we're like we've introduced VR, and it's like it's not a big deal. Yeah. nothing bad could happen. And <laughs> I'm, I'm like, wow, we the have movie. the opposite reaction. Yeah,
1: yeah. It's it's, so weird. Everyone's. I don't. I guess we we almost went too far in that direction. Where it's like now we have something that actually might. Yeah. Could do harm. And, and we just don't wait until anymore. the first
2: day that it does, there's going to yeah. be a. first day someone spills oranges blah. all
1: over their face and the whole internet
2: blows up. <laughs> that would have been so funny. Yeah. No. The worst part, part would be no one m- else would have there. The McDonald's been coffee
3: insane. incident all over again. Except-
2: yeah.
1: Oh, oh, now it's
3: VR. Because of VR? <laughs>
1: because
3: of VR. Oh. Yeah, the VR yeah. is probably going to kill our driving instincts, but then I'm like, oh, we'll have autonomous cars by then. It'll be
1: fine. Yeah. Elon Musk, hurry up, bro. We yeah. need those autonomous cars. Oh my gosh.
2: Every time I drive to Houston, Every, literally every time at some point I think man I wish I had a self-driving car yeah because I'm just want... like think of what I can do you did
1: yes so <laughs> this podcast is almost over anyway so here's yeah. a fun last story unless we have anything else really important to do um, nope I had to go I, I, I bought my car from a smart dealer which is Mercedes mm-hmm. um, and I had to go bring it back everyone in everyone else a is dumb dealers <laughs> sorry <laughs> No, I've never heard that joke
3: before. Ever. I'm sure About you
2: haven't. One time have I heard that joke. <laughs> laugh, Cameron. Laugh, Brian. Laugh. Ha! All right. I use my laugh for the day. You just, you
3: just obey Brian. One dime a day. One time, one time a day, time I away. give her a free laugh. That's it. Oh really? It. It's, yeah, it's, a it's true true actually a thing. thing. I've <laughs> seen oh. it happen. She can tell me to laugh <laughs> once a day. But that's it.
1: <laughs> I feel like you wasted your time. Right? No, she does it in public like forums whenever possible. You did though. I did. No. I bought my car from a Mercedes dealer, and I had to go in to get it repaired for something very small. But in the meantime, they gave me a, a brand new two thousand and seventeen Mercedes to drive, yep. and I was like, "Oh my God, I'm going to crash this thing and owe them a thousand billion dollars." Yep. It had seriously like automatic everything, automatic seat adjustments, automatic like airflow down to like they measured it by wind speed, not by low, medium, or high. Wow. And there was like seven TVs that all did different things, and I was like, "Wow, this is amazing." And seriously, I sat in it for like 20 minutes before I drove it away just to make sure I knew what everything was the way it crashed. Because, oh my god, it was like, a hey, $200,000 car, why am I <laughs> driving this? But, um, I think it, it was probably really funny to the, yeah, you know, the insurance the dealers that this poor, this smart car <sighs> owner who whose car cost $10,000 was driving a, <laughs> a billion dollar Mercedes. Did you do that
3: just because you're like, I can?
1: No, they said, oh, we don't have any spare smart cars for you to borrow or loan. I can't see Brian, by the way, Abigail. <laughs> Thank you. But I'm petting
2: Bosco, so get over it. Okay. Brian, lean forward. No. <laughs> <laughs> David. Guys, someone work with me. No. He doesn't always do what I say. Anyways,
1: think. so I, I I pull out of the dealer and I decide, I just, okay, I'm just going to go home because it could be 24 hours. Yeah. I'm just going to drive home. Um, I get to the highway. I hit 70 mm-hmm. on Interstate 5 and I see this green light pop up on the one of the 80 screens. And I'm like, cool, what does that do? And what did it say? It wasn't autopilot because it not have autopilot. That's mm-hmm. Tesla's thing. It was something. I don't know. It was something. And I was like, okay, I'm just going to press it because why not? What <laughs> could happen? It's not going to break the car. And I press it and it goes, bling, 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 autopilot or whatever it's called, engage. And I was like, what? And it was like, please keep your hands on the wheel at all times. And I was like, wait, I know this. I know this from somewhere. And I looked down at it. And it was giving me a overhead view of the cars around me and my car, and it's it was I could see it having it was like the lines on the road, my car, and then two dotted lines on the inside of my lane, and it was it was guiding the car, and I was oh like, "Hold on a sec, hold on a sec," and I let go of the wheel, and I just kept on. I was I was like this with my hands ready to grab it, of course, and I was like, I was doing seventy at this point still, and a curve came up, and I was like. And it took the curve by itself, and I was like, "Oh ah, my god, this is the coolest thing ever!" And was, I seriously was, just, was it
3: regulating speed as well?
1: Yeah, I just had it. I was on cruise at seventy, and I was like, "Okay, okay," but it can't really maneuver around a car, right? And so I I beeped some buttons on the screen, and I I, I saw that where you can increase the speed, and I went 71, 72. and it sped up to seventy two, and then a car was in front of me, and it slowed down, waited for no one to be behind me, hit the blinker merged into the other lane, passed the car, hit the blinker, turned into the slow lane again. I didn't touch anything. Uh, yeah, okay, I have I one. want one. I know.
0: I have a question. Yes. They're giving this technology to Camerons? <laughs> this is safer this way. But Steve. like it's, it's so tested and ready and safe. It's in it, it street is street legal cars? Vehicles that are street legal and being sold to mm. people? Mm. No.
1: Specifically, no. And I'm going to go by Tesla's standard because I don't know what Mercedes standard is. Tesla has stages of autopilot. One through five, don't quote me on that. But the point stands, they have stages. Five, or the top tier, is fully autonom- autonomous. As in, you get the passenger seat and you press your destination and it goes. Boom. They're still working on that. Stage four is what I was driving or something similar where you have to be in the, pa- in the driver's seat. You have to have your hands on the wheel. I'm, I'm giving air quotes. You have to have your hands on the wheel, but it does ninety percent of the driving for you, and it warns you very heavily if you need to do something. Like it, it, says, "We detected a wreck one mile ahead. Returning control, full control to user." And it'll go bang, 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 bang until you grab the handles or the steering wheel and you put your foot on the gas pedal. Okay. So we're at stage four. There is no commercially available stage five yet. I'm just surprised that they trust. Any stage, I don't know. It's just well, who's they, and why wouldn't they trust the computer? I mean, that's seems like more trustworthy. Yeah. Like, I guess even you're, right. if you're <laughs> like, man,
3: it's people are dumb. Then they shouldn't be driving cars. <laughs> like, it's way more dangerous than I mean, being yeah, autopiloted. That's right. difference between pressing a button in and being It's like ninety
0: percent. Right? And no, I guess you're right. It's just going to stop
1: doing the thing. It's gonna I've work. seen you. videos. It can react
2: faster than human. I've
1: mm-hmm. seen videos of the ow. So okay, this, here's a dash cam. And this 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 car was driving it, the aut- autonomous car was driving with a person in it down that's gonna, that's gonna get the mic down this the three way road it was a one way three lane and this autopilot goes all of a sudden goes bang, 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 bang! like it's blowing up and it's like accident detected accident detected and the the driver's like there's no accident what are you talking boom and then somebody gets in an accident it detected the accident before it happened. Literally, Whoa. And I watched this because I didn't believe it. So the, auto, like, the article was like, "Autopilot, the text crashed, predicts the future," and I, like, and I was like, "Yeah, oh my god, yeah, it really did." Because <laughs> there's, there's no accident happening, and then it goes crazy, and then the cars go Pfft. and hit each other, and there's a big. I mean, up. it
0: makes sense because
3: if it's tracking all all of the vehicles' it speed and it easily, it has to be projecting the future like, to be that's making that's the decision.
1: Yep. Yeah. Wow. It was insane. So yes. But yeah. then camera took because the VR I mean,
3: helmet off. Yeah. I'm like that was a great one. Because <laughs> um, like no. humans can do that too. If you're perceptive enough, you can be like they're about if to If you're crash. like Sherlock yeah. or something, yeah.
1: you or can d- go, yeah. Or out. even without
3: math, you could say that guy's moving fast, that guy's moving into his lane, they're about to hit each other. Yeah. Like, but I
1: mean from the video camera. Oh I'm
3: saying it could still... have predicted several steps ahead, but I'm saying yes. that like humans can do that too. It's just, it's just doing that with more math.
1: It's wild. Yeah. So I that's awesome. So yes. My I drove a a almost fully autonomous car. It was wild. Tesla has a Model S. We can it's consumer level. It's like thirty thousand dollars, which is almost consumer level, I guess. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's
3: totally consumer level. It's just rich consumer level.
1: Yes, and it has fully autonomous. Well, stage four, and they'll update it with firmware. So, like,
2: my question is, as far as okay, I'm curious about like legality of things and what you'll get pulled over. Because I'm sitting here, I'm like, well, if my car's self-driving, couldn't I theoretically do something else while it's going, as long as I'm paying attention enough so that when it bang, bang, bangs at me, I can take the wheel. But I feel mm-hmm. like you'd still get pulled over from no. doing anything else. In, besides stage four, looking at the road.
1: in stage four, not fully autonomous. You can't do anything else mm. in the car. You can't. You can't. It's still no phone. Still no phone. No pressing buttons, like, regular, more mm-hmm. than regular. In stage four, the law is you have to have your hands on the wheel all the time. Period. End of story. People don't do that. People have died because of that. Mm. Honestly, they have, because they figure stage four means fully autonomous, and then they go sleep in the back, and the car crashes because they needed needed something. But when it's fully autonomous, now I think the laws are still kind of gray right now, but when it's fully autonomous, it's still your fault if your car does something wrong. Sure. The the blame goes on the car company and you, but if Mm -hmm. someone else hits you, it's their fault, of course, still. Mm -hmm. But it is fully autonomous, and so you can... Yeah. Back yeah. I feel like, like
2: I wouldn't necessarily want to like fall asleep. That would make me would. nervous. Oh my god. Because I'd want to be able to be there if it needs me to respond to something but the for point of some reason. Fully autonomous
3: reason. is it doesn't need you. i like trying to not. i do wondering.
1: I'm, crazy
2: I'm wondering if there's ever a situation though where we think that it wouldn't need us, but for some reason in well, that one situation it will it will we would. I'd still it? want to be awake, but like be reading right. a book or something. What if you're like right.
0: driving with Brian? There might be a
3: situation where he needs you. To yeah. Call well, it's similar like saying on a plane, you don't want to fall asleep because the captain might need you. Right. It's like at some point once we get into the point. And there is yeah. times
1: where you, the captain, might need you, but the times are so. That's a good then point. Then they'll wake you up. Well, right. Well, but yeah. yeah. But like you know, the the example mm-hmm. is. The the, the lives saved <laughs> yeah. from you sleeping and not being bad drivers, all yeah. of us, anyone, well, like, being bad drivers, is so much higher than one accident a billion years. I get that. Yeah. One and
2: I'm not saying, like, yeah. that I, I'm mm-hmm. not, I'm, I'm just saying that I would want to be awake. Yeah. Not it's that, I want, I, that I want to be in control. At least until we're comfortable Just I want to be awake. It.
3: To me, I'm, I'm wondering where I see a potential conflict. I don't know how the technology they're creating works yet. But I feel like, similar, you remember the always online thing with Xbox? Yes. Where, like, they wanted to make the console always oh, God, online. yes. Um, and, but not everyone had internet, mm-hmm. and so they weren't able to do that vision. I feel like self-driving cars, at some point, the human drivers are going to become an imposition to cars yes. being as efficient as they can, mm-hmm. because yes. cars being able to network with each other and yes. predict things and respond to each other over a network so could mm-hmm. be going so much faster and oh, doing so much more, because there would just be this automated traffic. Oh,
0: you know what would be interesting to try doing? Yeah. Um, and this is probably just like anyone who knows yeah. anything about self-driving cars and this whole, this like, these are boring conversations, but mm-hmm. I think it's interesting, um, what if there are certain highways? Um, well, I guess there are two things. What if the technology is mainly tested out on a highway? So once it detects you're on a known and like you know decided upon safe and secure highway, then it allows you to go into autopilot mode. And once you get off of that highway, I could see it taking off because I feel like a lot of well,
1: oh it has to have the road mapped, period before it can drive automatically. But I feel
0: like a lot of like the the stop and go like inner city driving. Would be a lot harder to. Oh, it is, but it works. The
3: thing is, like the <laughs> technology is built in a way that it's it's not relying on being in a network beyond mm-hmm. seeing the roadmap. It's, it's detecting looking. actual physical objects. It's looking at things with the camera. It has
1: it has a trillion sensors on it. Yeah. that yeah. ping for like I think it's coming mm-hmm. crazy, like a hundred feet in every direction. Yeah. even down and up. I but mean, I'm saying It's not far...
3: like things could be going a lot faster if everything was on the same network. Right. At the time. Oh, yeah. mean, that's a big that.
1: that's a big argument because, like, even just my my friend. Who, we were talking about this and he's like, well, humans have way faster reaction time than computers. And I was like, that's blatant. What <laughs> Who says that? But that's not the point. I just wanted to say that because he's an idiot. No. Um, he, the, the point is, he, Americans specifically are not going to give up their cars. Sure. That's kind of the American dream is to go down the highway. With the gun. With kind of the gun. And the hood down. The hood down. The, yep. the roof down and be like, mm-hmm. you know, this is the American dream is to take road trips. Yes, sir. Yeah. So so it's it's the same as it's the same as like give me your guns Americans They're not gonna do it. Give yeah. me your cars Americans. They're not gonna do it So we're never gonna have well not in the
3: well, no 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 Cameron Here's what you do. You don't take the car you make the roads just- so unsafe for them that they can't get on them Because they're gonna look at the road. and It's gonna be
1: self so driving cars Everyone car, it's going <laughs> 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 like I cannot merge uh, no. all <laughs> <of these> cars <laughs> Here's a less dumb idea Every car has to have the ability to take control from the human
3: Ooh. And so this is a Black Mirror episode right
1: here.
2: <laughs> it is actually it is.
1: The robots
3: decide to take over. They just drive us all into the
1: same pit. <laughs> like,
2: Gosh, dang it. And then the uh, the self driving cars end up inheriting the earth. Yes.
1: Yeah, and so. the self driving cars. It's not robots. We all thought it was no, gonna be exactly robots. Cars. So guys, I
0: have bad news. Yeah. This is the prequel to the Putt Putt series. Oh, oh the
3: future where all the cars are autonomous, and that's actually
0: amazing. I love You're that. Right. It's right. But there are only animals in zoos and cars.
1: We're the animals, Steven! <laughs> we're just gonna be cars, in the zoo. We're seeing it from the car's perspective. The cars Welcome to the are seeing zoo. animals but Zona. Zona. They're zoo. just humans being tortured. With the kangaroo. Wow. Okay.
0: Roo, roo, roo. I, <laughs> can't I can't
2: reach both of them! <laughs> on
1: that ridiculous note, yes. we're going to end this podcast. Guys, all I on. have one more idea about cars, though.
2: How long is it? Because I'm hungry.
1: It's Thirty seconds. We
2: should get Chick Fil A. What's
1: your funny joke? We should absolutely That's, do that. That was it's already like, my plan. It's not funny. What's joke? your funny joke? It's not funny. What's or your funny joke? joke? What's your funny joke? Actually, what's your funny
2: joke? What's your funny joke? joke? What's, what's your funny joke? Okay, guys, you're actually stressing, Stephen. Stop doing that. Okay,
1: Stephen, you may say something now.
0: Um, what did the barber say? Um. Uh, Steven, when he,
1: he, brother, Steven. forget the funny joke thing. What was your actual? What did point?
0: the barber say when he was driving Steven? a self-driving car and it redirected him out of oncoming traffic? Oh no, I cut someone off. That was a close shave. Oh. I like his.
2: Those argument. were yeah. both good, actually. Right, okay, Steven, what
0: was your point? My actual thing. <laughs> well, no, that was the actual thing. Remember <laughs> <laughs> what? Um, what if we designed, and by we I mean humans <laughs> specifically, yes, one of the humans, smart humans who can do this kind of thing. Smart. What if smart humans who can do this kind of thing? develop super highways where mm-hmm. to get on that highway
2: Legally, you had to have you, some, smart uh, yeah and so yeah. those
0: highways are just like shakram, vroom, super fast and good and efficient and you can sleep during it
2: mm-hmm. but
0: there are still old highways dumb yeah. highways as we'll call yeah. them well this is kind of I mean of a that would have defense, to be that right? would have yep. to be
2: this low conversion rate until yes. eventually everyone's using super highways and yes. we can repurpose the old and ones I mean, a it lot of people would just say like there's no yeah. way that you could institute and be like all right now we're all going to have self-driving cars yeah. let's go. I just imagine it's like this conversation in politics like
3: what if we had some highways for cars but carriages and horses are allowed <laughs> on the <laughs> other highways <laughs> and it's just like cuz the cars are going to hit the horses That's
1: a big <laughs> I wonder what that transition was like. It was then. cars
0: next to horses. But
3: cars I know, the, and it was
1: probably the worst. cars had to go
0: so slowly because yeah. there were no, horses in front of yeah. them. Americans are not going to let go of the bond they have with their horses. It's yeah, yes. never gonna happen. And yeah. it
1: didn't. But it wasn't forced out of them. No, it was exactly. their choice. You let the gem- well, next generation the choose. Yes. I feel like
2: if you're gonna have to do something like this, you're gonna have to make it available to them. You don't force them to do it. That's, I wonder that's how that work for guns. But instead, like,
1: <laughs> how can question. you convince Americans to give up their guns
2: and mm.
1: do something? You need to give you them you something. You get shot. You don't give up your
2: guns. <laughs> <laughs> You need to give
1: themselves. Okay, you need so so you to give
2: them lasers. Introduce newer. <laughs> that's what you do. you do. You introduce newer, better guns. Yeah. So that everyone will. Lasers. Doesn't help.
3: Well, well, okay. Here's here's what we do
1: though. Lasers can't Lasers with the technology where I can go pew, 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 click, click, pew, Ah, pew." they actually uh, physically can't shoot other humans. Yeah.
3: Or they all include a switch that someone can change and it becomes non-legal and it's just like or controlled from a... Or you can
1: get yourself like a, like a belt
2: that the, gives you like a force shield. That or we just like live laser. under
1: the communistic rule and we all have numbers and jumpsuits. And But that's the force We don't do anything. anything.
0: No, but what if volunt- we it's, 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 it's mandatory voluntary. voluntary. What if we made it so getting shot you was a VR. fun?
2: <laughs> it like VR! T- it
1: tickles. <laughs> we wear a vest and when we get shot in VR, it hurts only a little. And That's not, not a good. A bull- idea. Oh, the no, other way around, where we're in real life and we get shot with a VR. There guy. was apparently
2: a thing recently where this couple on social media wanted to like increase their ratings, so they decided um, that the increase girl the ratings. they were some famous social media couple or whatever. Oh, okay. and they wanted they wanted more viewers and they wanted to get real popular, and so the girl decided she was going to shoot the guy, and he is going to hold like a book or something in front of him to stop the bullet. They killed him, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> She's in jail. That does not know how it works.
3: Uh, there was apparently also a thing recently where Cameron said we were ending the
1: episode. <laughs> Thank you everybody for coming to this episode. You already were here, so you didn't really come. We just kind of came together in this room. Thank you, Steven. We Stephen. did spend
2: about 45 minutes troubleshooting first, We though. did.
1: Thank you, Stephen, for le- loaning us your almost almost splatoon time. Oh. Uh, thank you, Steven, for being here. You're welcome. Thank you, Brian, for being here. <laughs> thank you, Abigail, for, <laughs> for being here. It's been a great episode, Mike. Wait, we got to
0: sing our song.
1: Splatoon, well, okay. yeah, <laughs> uh, Steven. <laughs> Do you really want to sing the song? Yeah. We've have, we have 10 minutes. Alright, oh, we're gonna sing the Wales or Wales National Anthem and then the episode literally just gonna end no more talking, no more anything.